Welcome to another episode of On the Issues with Alain Ben-Mir. We are happy to have Teuta Sahachia back on the podcast. Teuta is the former Consul General of the Republic of Kosovo in New York and previously served as a parliamentarian in Kosovo's Assembly. An electronic engineer by training, she now works in digital transformation and is the smart city advisor for the municipality of Pristina. In this episode, Alan and Teuta discuss the Kurti government's performance, the status of various domestic issues in Kosovo, and the ongoing dialogue between Kosovo and Serbia. Uh, again, very, very nice seeing you, uh, albeit through Zoom, and uh, hearing you again. It's been a while since you and I talked about what's going on in Kosovo. And you know what? I must tell you honestly, since we met, I began to take uh, special interest in the Balkans. And I'm as so you, happy. And, and <laughs> as you know, I have been writing quite a bit extensively on the on the situation there. And I sort of um, somewhat, I, I think I get some kind of name recognition in the area. <laughs> Thank because, you so much. Because uh, you know, I've been very supportive of the Kosovo's position notwithstanding the fact that every government makes mistakes, needless to say, uh, that's a given. But I wanted to ask you now that you are outside the government, um, how do you see uh, the performance of the, um, uh, of the, the new government? Um, uh, is he the prime minister? Or the, how, is he, how is he doing from your perspective? Uh, I think that uh, Prime Minister Kurti, although he have uh, he had uh, last year a very big number of supporters, fifty two percent of uh, population gave uh, vote to him to to govern. So he didn't need uh, any other party to be his uh, coalition partner. So he can rule by himself. And during all his 15 years of existence in politics and his party, he was opposing everything that happened in Kosovo. He opposed even Rambouye. He opposed uh, uh, the, uh, the way of uh, independence took uh, place. He never believed that independence will be there. So he opposed every single law, every single agreement and everything. But uh, being uh, in government and being in opposition are two different things. In government, uh, you cannot only blame each and everyone. You have to deliver. Of course. That's why government uh, exists. You have mm -hmm. executive power. And in his position, he has full power without having uh, a need to be together with any other partners or give any concessions or anything. But uh, immediately, having such a strong power, it seems that took him uh, unprepared. So you can see from the very beginning, he took several months just to prepare the governing program. Yes. And for a, uh, for a, a person who, who believes that he will have uh, so much support is unimaginable why government program wasn't ready at the first minute 
of uh, taking the power, but it took several months to, to have the program. Uh, in other hand, you can see from all his ministers and himself that the, the lack of experience is so vivid. Another thing is also so vivid is the lack of will to take responsibility. So he is still acting as the leader of uh, opposition instead right. of leading the government. You can mm -hmm. see that even in negotiations with Serbia, you can see in a decision to start with uh, uh, gas, uh, electricity, you can see that in each and every important issue that uh, he is just uh, stepping down from taking responsibility and doing something. And uh, if you see, it's uh, one fourth of uh, the government. One year is already, uh, next week will be one year uh, after yeah. the parliamentary election and the winning. So for one year, he didn't start not a single one of big projects. And you know that uh, during the second and the third year are our years or is time when you uh, finish started uh, a big project. And the fourth year is usually just wrap up and uh, preparation for next election. So unfortunately we can see that uh, there is no, nothing that can be legacy of this government that can be something to be remember only blame for 20 years blaming of other governments, but not courage and strength to do something by themselves. I see. I mean, that's a very, very uh, disheartening. You know, um, I, in my writing about Kosovo, I did not touch on his performance. Uh, but but this, for me, this is a, it's quite disheartening. Now, um, other than lack of experience, as you mentioned, which, which we know, and um, again, he takes no responsibility for what's happening, which is fine as far as I'm concerned, being in the opposition, now he's in government and he needs to perform. What is stopping him? What is stopping him from undertaking, given that he has his popular support, why, why is he not initiating the kind of program that the people were expecting, the people are hoping to, to, to have? Yes. What is his problem? Uh, I think uh, one problem is uh, lack of experience, lack of knowledge, and the other problem is a lack of responsibility. But if, you, if they have any, I mean, let's just say lack of experience and lack of, um, uh, would accept, accept that. But if, they, if there's no agenda, does he have an agenda? And what is the agenda? Did he articulate any specific agenda say, I want to do A, B, C, and D in terms of no. uh, electrical, no. in terms of highways, in terms of infrastructure, social advancement, no. development, there's no agenda? No, in fact, uh, his agenda is just opposing. But just uh, I what? cannot, just to oppose, just to say that no for gas, for uh, this pipeline of gas, uh, uh, no for um, uh, dialogue, no for many things, but never yes for this, yes for that, yes for X and Y. He so, is still 
fighting uh, uh, against the association, not trying to find the solution. He's postponing each and every meeting with, uh, with uh, Vucic, uh, playing again with populist, uh, nationalist and populist cards, but uh, not acting as a statesman, not acting as a leader who can, uh, who can deliver something. I see. And, and uh, does he still enjoy the same popularity that he did when he was first elected? No. no. What is no, his, what is the, what's the percentage definitely of, not what's that the percentage of people that support him now? If we compare the election of 14th of February, parliamentary election, when he took 52% and become the first party, and comparing that to 14th of uh, November, when he took uh, not even 20% and became the third party, you can see that the expectations of uh, voters are is uh, is uh, diminished and uh, and there is uh, a lot of uh, unhappiness uh, with his uh, governance. Um, everything that he was opposing uh, during the the opposition time or words that he said now uh, they are turning uh, turning to to opportunistic approach. And so when he was it, so when he was running, sorry to interrupt you, but when he was running to be for the for the premiership for the his party, what was what did he advance in his campaign? What did he say I'm going to do? Did he articulate certain programs when he was running? No. In fact he even didn't bother to be in uh, television. Not himself, neither his uh, uh, his people. It was very strange campaign because he didn't need the popularity of uh, of Albin Kurti was so high that he didn't want to risk uh, with uh, with uh, um, campaigning or going to television or trying to protect. That was so, really very odd. But I is, think that yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think that uh, it was not all about him. I think that the, the biggest uh, number portion of voters were not for Albin Kurti. They were more uh, counter votes to other parties. People were not happy with existing yeah. people yeah. In uh, in LDK in PDK, right. So they, they, they obviously picked they, up any any alternative, uh, yes. even though this alternative is not tested in terms of its performance. Yeah. And so and so he he won because the opposition to the other party was greater yeah. than the opposition to him, which is which is not unusual actually. Yes. Uh, it hap it That's happens true. in in many places, in many different countries. Let me ask you then. Um, uh, what is his, uh, is he taking any specific position right now in connection with, uh, let me say I have a number of questions to ask you. Let's start with in connection with Serbia. Is he taking any specific position vis-a-vis -vis Serbia? 
no. But uh, before that, I would like only one, two uh, uh, sentences just to say also about uh, parties, about uh, the votes against uh, uh, establishment, existing establishment. I yeah. think that uh, these votes, in fact, uh, initiated a big reforms in LDK and in PDK, that people who are not perceived well from population are now uh, out. In both big parties, there were extraordinary election and new people have been elected. That's uh, why I think uh, these votes a year before, a big vote for Albin Kurti, but it's, it's more against other parties that have been all yeah, yeah, put yeah. together in one basket, basket of right. in fact, it did its job. And now LDK and PDK are reformed and working much, much better and perceived much closer and better from uh, people. So if, if, that's, if why, that's why the election, municipality election, completely turned the scene, putting LDK as the first party, PDK as the second party, and Alvin Kurtis, Vedvendosia only as a third party having some minor Since, uh, yeah. and some minor right. uh, places. So if the election is going to be held today, he will lose the election. Definitely. He will Definitely. lose the election. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I want to ask now you this. Now about Serbia. No. Let's talk about Serbia, but I'd like to also keep that in the back of your mind for a moment. I mean, the, the pressing project, even before we talk about Serbia, what are the three or four pressing projects that Kosovo need today, from 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 what you see. Uh, the dialogue with Serbia started long time ago. It turned. Oh, let's let's leave the dialogue with Serbia for a moment. But I'm talking about domestic. Now I'm talking about domestic project. What are the urgent three, four different projects that he should have should have initiated, but he's done nothing about it? Because you mentioned he did nothing. What are these projects that you think he should have tackled domestically that he has been, thus, thus far he failed to do that? Yeah, the first and very important thing is energy. Because uh, Kosovo failed to, to create its own energy system. So we are still based in a thermal plant, in power plant from 60s. And we never, uh, achieved to, to build another uh, power plant that will supply Kosovo. But uh, beside that, in, uh, during the, the uh, governance of Abdullah Hoti, he signed in Washington agreement uh, with Serbia under President Trump. And uh, that that agreement, besides recognition from Israel, had several other topics. It was a topic of investment and it was also the energy, the gas pipelines that come from Turkey, goes through Greece, Albania, Macedonia, Montenegro and Serbia. And Kosovo was not a part of it. After that agreement, Kosovo became the part of gas network that will bring Kosovo more stability to energy. And beside that, US 
promised $200 million to build the infrastructure, the gas infrastructure that will be linked together with all neighboring countries. So, so, so that's, that's because time. of time. This energy is one thing, and I understand that. What, what other project? But uh, uh, I will stop a little bit more to energy. No, because, uh, because I want to cover I want to cover many other areas. I just yes. wanted you to point out, and I think we have the listeners will have a good idea already based on what you have said. Yeah. What what other projects? Other is uh, finishing wrapping up dialogue with Serbia, with a recognition between two countries, and instead of asking for recognition, he started to to talk about the pact of not attacking each other. Yeah, but, but I know for sure that Serbia, as far as I know, they are not ready, not prepared to recognize Kosovo almost under any circumstances. That's what I've been told time and again, again and again. No matter what Kurti does, Serbia is not, they're willing to cooperate on various projects here and there, but they're not ready to recognize Kosovo, and they still consider it as, as a province of Serbia. So what can he possibly have done to, to mit mitigate that? I think that uh, there was a, a possibility to push forward and to uh, finish that with an with agreement uh, that will be obligatory agreement between two countries. And that was by, by who? Who, European can Union. Who can, push, who can push this kind of an agreement? Uh, there is a European Union and Escobar and the United States through Envoy uh, Escobar. They were both in uh, Kosovo and in Serbia now lately, showing that uh, it is a time to wrap up and to end with an agreement, with an uh, obligatory agreement between two countries. Will that be recognition? But that was that uh, based, be... on, based on what? Based on what? That agreement. What is the foundation of that? Who? What is the basis for it? Who provided the basis for an agreement? Uh, the basis for agreement is uh, the dialogue that is ongoing for so much time and the guarantor as European Union and United States. The dialogue between whom? Kosovo and Serbia. But this dialogue is, didn't really lead to anything. I mean, I, I, I saw the agreement. This dialogue can be finished. This dialogue but, can be closed. But what was the purpose of the dialogue? The purpose of dialogue for us is to close uh, the deal with Serbia, to be able to continue our path toward European Union, to become member of United Nations. But when you say close the deal, you mean getting Serbia's recognition of Kosovo? Uh, ideally, it would be recognition. Not ideally, but uh, acceptable would be a uh, pledge from Serbia and help from Serbia for Kosovo to become member of United Nations and to continue path toward European Union. Yeah, but the European Union is as a condition that Serbia need to recognize Kosovo's independence yes. for both yes. countries to be able to integrate into the EU. But That's what right. you are saying, Serbia simply helped Kosovo in the United Nations elsewhere. That is not going to satisfy 
the EU requirements. Uh, ideally, and that is what uh, what our aim is to have recognition from Serbia, the European Union to be uh, sure that there will not be any more any uh, disturbances uh, between two countries, because uh, European Union lesson learned was from Croatia and Slovenia, from Bosnia, from uh, Macedonia and Greece, Macedonia and Bulgaria. That's why yeah. they will not continue with uh, countries who do not solve their disputes uh, through dialogue. Let, let me ask, let me see. I look at the agreement between when uh, the Serbian former Houthi came to, to DC along with um, uh, what's his name, Wuchit. President Wuchit. And I, I read the agreement many times. I wrote about the agreement. And the agreement basically, for example, suspended only one thing, that Serbia stopped its campaign to have other countries to de-recognize Kosovo only for yeah. one year, for one year. Yeah. That was stipulated in this agreement for one year, which basically the message was even, even after so-called normalization process, but if normalization process doesn't lead to Serbia's accepting or recognizing Kosovo, what's the point of the, the normalization process? That is, even at that agreement, Serbia still did not commit to end completely, once and for all, its campaign to convince other countries to de-recognize Kosovo. So why should Kurti trust in Serbia? Uh... Agreement signed in Washington was not agreement to close the deal between Kosovo and Serbia. I know that. I know yeah. that. But, the, but Serbia made it clear that they will suspend that campaign only for one year. Yeah, Basically, but it was means, not the we, closed deal with Kosovo. It was the agreement in Washington that included, uh, that was a, a kind of help to, yeah, yeah. To, but Prime Minister Hoti, Prime Minister Hoti, but Prime Minister Hoti signed that agreement. No, Prime Minister Hoti signed that agreement. He and agreed. And he did good. And he did well, good things. But time. again, again, I'm just saying, this, as long as there was no recognition toward the end of the road, you see, to me, from my perspective, normalization process should eat to have, to have some kind of an objective. But the vet... objective wasn't there. But uh, that should be finished here between Kosovo and Serbia. It was not the aim of Washington agreement I understand to that. finish the big, big job. I understand that, but Serbia yes. did not commit itself in Washington but, or at any time to recognize Kosovo. That's the problem. But we can, we can leave this aside for now. I mean, my only point I'm trying to make is that Kurti, in this respect, has a point to make. That is, Serbia never agreed, even in principle, to recognize to recognize Kosovo, and I think he's right in this particular regard. Now let's go just back to some other, other than Serbia, other project, domestic project. You mentioned energy, which is, I think, it's very important. Is there anything else? The reason I'm asking you, you know, I would like I would like explore this further with others. I would like to <laughs> speak about it. But, I, but you are a very important source. It's a critical source you are. And that's why I'm, 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 having del I'm delighted to have this conversation with you. But tell me, what other project 
you feel that he should have initiated other than energy and he never and he still failed to do that a year year and being a year in office i think that uh, foreign policy is is definitely domestic i just point. want to stick i want to stick about domestic project you mentioned energy is there any other domestic project that he should promise yes. or could have kept, such as such as economic development economic development economic yes. development and uh, you can see that prime minister kurti is uh, not uh, because of his leftist uh, uh, ideas and leftist approach is uh, more prone to support uh, public uh, and uh, then private uh, economy so i think that uh, private uh, private sector need much more strength so, so, so he so he did not undertake any major program or in connection with economic <laughs> development so he's basically living into the private sector uh, to grow the economy and so far from your perspective has the economy grown in any way since he took office uh, if uh, we consider the the time of covid when economy stopped then everything that comes the day the year after will be success so if we look only 2020 and 2021 we can see that there is uh, uh, development but if we consider that to 2019 another we can see that uh, there is a lack of uh, economic uh, development in that case okay that's that's uh, so basically what you're saying in relative terms, the economy improved, but in absolute terms, it really didn't because only compared to the fact that there were two years with, the, with this virus. So economy recovered somehow, but it is not, it has not really grown as much as one would have expected. What other domestic concern that you have that he has not addressed and is not addressing? I think health is also uh, something- Healthcare, mean? Healthcare. Healthcare. Uh, yet we still uh, don't have. Uh, so there was no some fresh ideas or developments in health. So healthcare is still uh, without uh, insurance, without uh, uh, health. So there's no national healthcare system. No, no, it's and only so it's, private. It remains it's private. So people have to buy it privately. Yes. They have to buy healthcare privately. There is no national effort whatsoever. In fact, uh, we have a kind of, uh, uh, so you don't pay or you pay just uh, something yeah. very, for example, when I broke my leg and I went to emergency and put a cast in my leg, I made uh, several CTs and Rengen and think, and I didn't pay not so a dime. So there is a sort of national healthcare, but it's not adequate. Is that what you say? Yes. It's not yes. adequate. So we, we talked about you know the energy, lack of economic development, and then there is a mediocre, you are saying, a sort of healthcare system. Any yes. other domestic issues that we are seeing that he did not education, take any Education needs uh, still a lot of uh, things really to, to Mostly in what? To do, do all kids go to, to elementary school? Yes. Are they required to go to elementary yes. school? Are they required yes. to go to high school? Yes. 
and and are they going are they going to schools yes uh, definitely yes but uh, the quality of uh, schools need still to be worked on and uh, other thing that uh, our uh, education system needs is to be linked uh, with uh, with demand from the economy so to produce uh, the uh, the final products uh, the students that are coming out of uh, universities and from schools to be able immediately to start the jobs and, and do, do, you still, do you still have the phenomenon when many students graduate from universities still don't find jobs is that still there and forced to leave the country go someplace else to, to find jobs in fact uh, uh, we can say yes Although it depends on a sector, it depends some of sectors, for example, IT sector is in very big demand because uh, Kosovo's private sector in technology is pretty much developed yeah. and uh, people uh, in ICT sector, in fact, don't need to go out, uh, but uh, they can work from Kosovo for uh, companies and they are doing that very well for companies in America, in Germany, in uh, all over the world. Mm -hmm. Another thing that is interesting is uh, that the lack of uh, workers, um, for example, in agriculture or in uh, hospitality or other is uh, difficult to find. It seems right. that uh, that part of population are going abroad and taking. But uh, in all this, I have to say, also living for years in, in New York and seeing the, the way how diaspora support uh, uh, their uh, countries is that uh, diaspora's uh, uh, money, in fact, is going only to maintain families, but not to develop uh, businesses and other. And that caused to many family members not to be willing to work for 300, 400, 500 euros rather than receiving from their families abroad 1,000 euros uh, that cause right, right. a problem right, and right. lack of a working force in a category in these categories as housekeepers or uh, working yeah. in agriculture or uh, working yeah, in uh, restaurants and, me, uh, and like that. Yeah, let me ask you about, uh, you did not mention infrastructure. So we talk about economic development, energy, we talk about education, healthcare. What's, what's the story about infrastructure development? Infrastructure is uh, one of best infrastructures in the region. So infrastructure was uh, a priority for many years because after the war, we inherited almost no infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And a lot of investment went to build highways, to build roads, to build schools, to build... Uh, uh, institutions. So we have uh, one of most modern uh, highways in uh, Southeast Europe, connecting Kosovo with Albania, connecting Kosovo with Macedonia. Uh, the roads are paved in asphalt all over, so it's difficult to find a road that has no... Has, has, has the Kurdish government been supporting that, contributing to that? No, they, they were always opposing. They were always opposing and saying that uh, that nothing happened for 20 years. But uh, I don't remember one single uh, 
think one single infrastructure that they started. In fact, they blocked. They blocked uh, the road toward Pea. They blocked building roads uh, toward other places. But uh, starting to build one road, one infrastructure is still unknown to me. I see. Let's go. Um, I guess we covered five areas important uh, domestic issues, and, and I'm grateful to you for that. Let me ask you, you mentioned foreign affairs. Let me start with one, one country, Turkey. What is the relationship with Turkey? How much influence does Turkey has today on the government itself and on Kosovo, in general speaking? That is how much, what is the influence of Erdogan on Kurti on a personal level? And what is the influence of Turkey, generally speaking, on Kosovo? Uh, Turkey is a, a country that uh, that invested not only in Kosovo, that invested in Albania, in Macedonia, in Bosnia, in Serbia, uh, especially in uh, different uh, issues. But uh, the biggest investor in Kosovo is not Turkey; it is European Union. So I understand. I'm just let's just focus on Turkey. Turkey's Kosovo's relations. Is there any in the relationship that troubles you? That you think it's not good, that is that, that Turkey is exerting too much influence in Kosovo. I want you just to focus on that, if you if you if you don't mind. I think that uh, Turkey always try to have influence in Balkan countries. Uh, I don't think that Kosovo uh, is uh, suffering from too much influence. I don't know with this government. With other governments, there was more of, uh, of power and influence. But for this government, uh, speaking frankly, I don't, uh, I don't recall anything. Uh, President, uh, uh, President Vyosa Osmani recently uh, wished uh, good health to Erdogan's wife, and he thanked her for this, but for others, I really don't know what to say. Relation of this government with Turkey. I see. So, uh, and that you mentioned the EU. Obviously, uh, Kosovo has a great deal of interest in becoming a member of the EU, and there's a great deal of, of cooperation on various levels. Uh, can, how do you see that relationship evolving and developing between Kosovo and the EU at this juncture? Given that, in fact, we're hearing stories that the EU is not happy with the progress that Kosovo is making, specifically in connection with a process of reconciliation with Serbia. So yeah. how is the relationship with the EU is evolving? What are they demanding for Kosovo? And to what extent uh, Kurti is responding to the EU's requirements? Uh, if uh, we are talking about the relations between Kosovo and uh, European Union, we have to distinguish several paths. Uh, one path is membership to European Union, and Kosovo is uh, the country that is at the far back of the road from each uh, other countries. Some of countries, most of countries are candidates for a member. Kosovo is not even. A candidate, and even we still didn't uh, apply for candidacy. In uh, other hand, it's a different process that is not linked to European Union, but again, it depends on European Union, is visa liberalization. 
So Kosovo is the only country in, uh, in Europe that does not have visa liberalization. In other hand, maybe one third of the world, even Colombia and Thailand and uh, Bahamas and uh, Caribbean countries and Ukraine who doesn't know where the, the borders are or Georgia, they all have uh, visa liberalization, but Kosovo is still at the back end and does not have. Why do you think, why do you think, that, two, why do you think this is the case? Although these two processes of uh, uh, toward membership of European Union are not the same, but the countries who decide for these are the same. And I think again, unsolved relations with Serbia is uh, the, the, the main thing of blocking Kosovo toward the uh, uh, path of European Union. In other hand, there are five countries in European Union who still didn't recognize Kosovo. I know that. That's not that. And yeah. who always claimed that when Kosovo and Serbia achieve an agreement, then uh, they will uh, they will uh, be able to think about a recognition. So let I me, think it begins the Gordis uh, not. Yeah, let me possible. let me let me put it this way: to be able to integrate into the EU, any country, not Kosovo, there are chapters, thirty-five chapters they go through to negotiate. Of these chapters, sometimes take three, four, five, six years, even more. Several chapters. One of many several. The main, the one of the several ones that are very important. One is absolute democratic form of government, uh, adherence to human rights. This is very critical. Uh, that is economy. Part of, okay, economic development. That is free yeah. enterprise, which is very very important. Uh, to what extent? I mean, this is the issue here: free, religious freedom, uh, freedom of the press. These are central pillars of to be to be, to to must any country have in order to apply or become eventually a member of the EU. To what extent you feel that Kosovo are meeting those five, six major principles, democracy, free, really free market, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, free, certainly free press, um, no, no political, you know, fair, fair judiciary, which is very, very critical, a lot, no corruption, uh, high places in government. Are these basic ten most principal requirements? Is Kosovo meeting them? I think that Kosovo doesn't lack behind uh, Serbia, behind Macedonia, behind Romania, behind Greece. Wait, wait behind... but that is only uh, but that is only a relative term. Uh, they I could be very very bad. We are right. <clears throat> but in other hand. To, uh, to enter in solution of the chapters, you have to become the candidate. So Kosovo yes, is but, not but, but, yet but, a candidate. But, but they cannot, however, a country that wants to do that, it cannot start the process of doing all of these things only after they apply. They have to do it regardless because it's good for the country. It's good for the country to have a democracy. It's good for the country to have no corruption. It's good for the country to have proper judiciary. Definitely. And yeah, so whether whether it's good for the EU or not good for the EU. So my question to you, is this government moving in that direction in order to improve the life, the lot of the of the Serbia, of the Kosovo people? Um, 
again, talking about chapters is something so uh, far away from our situation now. And uh, <laughs> but now I'm talking about this, the things we mentioned. Litmus paper would be the visa liberalization. No, so but you're focusing. Leave, no, no, even, excuse me. I, I just want to make this point. Leave the visa liberalization. I'm I'm for it. There I are support 95 it. criteria for visa liberalization. That's and fine. Kosovo fulfilled all. Now, I grant you that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these pillars that are the EU required to meet membership required and whether it's good for whether it's necessary for you or not it is important for the country itself like i mentioned economic development freedom democracy free speech free press uh, fair judiciary and all of that is there any focus is the government doing anything in particular in dealing with this to make sure that when the time comes and they apply for a candidacy they are already find themselves doing all the things, the right thing that the EU would require. Uh, what uh, didn't do is uh, that uh, they threatened the press and uh, that became public and European Union had complained about uh, the, the relation of government with the press trying to, to dictate or to uh, to make harder to press to be uh, to be free, but in other hand, when we are talking about European Union and chapters, we are talking about technicalities. Unfortunately, our relation with European Union and any other country is not only technical relation; it's purely political relation. So I think political uh, will of governments in Holland, in Hungary, in France, and in other places are much more important to them than fulfilling of technical requirements. And I believe that Kosovo is not the ideal place. It's far from ideal, but I don't no, believe no, you, that you call Kosovo, this technical. You know, to me, to me, free, yeah, but to me, freedom different. of press, I know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but freedom of press, uh, economic development, uh, fair judiciary, and all of it. It's not a technical issue. This is central to the well-being and day-to-day -day life of every Kosovo. Yes, Alan, I agree with you, but uh, does Serbia fulfill those requirements? I am, again, you know, you compare I am not interested in, in comparison. We have to look no, at Kosovo no, no, on no. its own. Uh, well, I am interested in relations of uh, European Union with the uh, candidate countries. So, Serbia is not known as a free press, is not known I, as a free No, but I know that. I know, but Serbia is not a member history. of the... But European Union closed their eyes. And I know that. But, but Serbia is not a member of the EU. And, and it's but far it's from... And going forward very fast. Well, you can mark my word. You can, 10 years from today, if we meet again, and I hope we will, Serbia still will not be a member. <laughs> so... Because the, the, one of the prerequisites, among several others, is recognition of Kosovo. They want to end that yep. conflict. And as long as Serbia is not doing that, it's not going to happen. And if Serbia does that, then, then Kosovo will almost immediately become as well a candidate. But you see, my, my concern here with, with Kosovo is that the country, with or without membership in the EU, ought to be able to stand on its feet. 
are to be able to have a good foreign relationship, but ought to have also a significant domestic program that is going to aid the people with or without membership in the EU. That's, it's necessary, these are necessary for the people themselves, for the Kosovo. So again, I wanna ask you the question, you know, is Kurti thinking in those terms, you know, thinking in terms of how do I protect democracy? How do I protect freedom of speech? How do I protect, how make sure the, um, the, the judiciary is, is, is fair? How do I make, how do I eliminate corruption? Is there corruption still in the government? For example, from, as, as you know, as you see it? Corruption is uh, uh, a word of uh, mentality. I don't think there are uh, mathematical methods of, uh, of uh, measuring corruption. Although now the perception is, because it is all perception, the perception now with Kurti and his big propaganda is that the, the corruption is down. I hope this is the, the real thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really very, very uh, pleased in a way, you know, we, we uh, I did not dig into enough into the background of Kurti yet. But I will be digging a lot more, <laughs> and I'll be. I, I believe you. <laughs> and I and I will be writing about it just the same. Uh, I mean, sequel to my article last week about uh, why why Kosovo uh, uh, will never again be part of Serbia, and I explained the right reason that Serbia simply does not have the power in any term, in any way, in its economic or political or certainly military to try to push or force Kosovo to become a member of the EU. So uh, there is a follow-up to that. So to me, you know, what you are saying is quite revealing, really, and I really appreciate that. Uh, let me just, let's go back. If you were sitting now with Kurti, and uh, it's Kurti saying to you, tell you know, give me some advice. You've been in the United Nations, you served there for a number of years, you know the scene in Kosovo, Give me some advice. What would you, both on a couple of advice domestically and one or two advice in connection with foreign policy. What would you say to him domestically as quickly as you can? Uh, first, I would uh, mention foreign policy because I know how important foreign policy is. So to work more toward uh, strengthening foreign policy using all capacities that they have, and trying to uh, become member of more international organizations. For example, we lost possibility to become member of Council of Europe. And that was pretty possible thing or, uh, or in, uh, in other places. So foreign policy is one of uh, most important. The second thing is to be more, um, more, how to say more courageous and take Courage, responsibility, yeah. take responsibility, uh, fix the energy system of Kosovo, uh, empower private sector, uh, work with uh, uh, for better healthcare and for education that is more linked with the uh, job market. So I think these things I would uh, tell him. Don't mess up with judiciary, leave judiciary alone and uh, don't occupy each and every agency that is possible, but to give 
the proper people to work uh, independently. You mean give them the responsibility and uh, demand accountability, but not to control them. You know, give them a, like the foreign minister should be acting as a real foreign minister and give yes. advice on foreign minister, foreign issue. The, the defense minister ought to be focusing on that. And then he should not be constantly telling them what to do and what not to do. Is that what you say? Yes. Yes. But, and his, his habit now is telling them what to do all the time at the present time? I don't know whether he is telling or not, but you can see that uh, there is a lack of courage, there is a lack of responsibility from uh, him first and from uh -huh. uh, others. And uh, finally, one other question. The President Osman, where do you see her going? Does she have any influence is she, does it, on him in particular? Do you think she is more enlightened in this regard that he is, or she's just a, you know, a figure? sitting on the head of the government. Uh, it is uh, really interesting to see that uh, in each and every uh, place, in each and every activity, they are inseparable. They are always together, uh, leaving uh, a wish to see the independence uh, between uh, presidency and the government that should be, because they are two different institutions. And uh, in other thing, I think that uh, she must be more present abroad. She's almost not traveling, very little places going or none of uh, places. And I think that she, she must be more abroad than home. But is she, does she have a better sense of what's going on domestically and in foreign policy, or she is just following him? Do you think she no, gives him any advice? I don't know about uh, her and her uh, closer relations uh, with uh, Prime Minister Kurti, but you can see that uh, the coordination between two of them is in a very high level. I see, I see. Very interesting. Is there anything else you want me to, to enlighten me with? Uh, so. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but uh, about European Union, don't think that everything is technical. There is nothing technical with the European Union. It's purely political. It's depending on uh, governments in each and every country. It's depending on relations that they have with uh, their internal issues. And unfortunately, Kosovo is the victim of internal issues of countries that Kosovo, in fact, does not have anything to do. Yeah, well, you know, they are all, all, always two sides to any coin, you know, so to speak. Uh, but I understand, I mean, I speak to members of the EU, and I talk to them about their feelings. But what we said before, you know, whether it's technical or not, to me, and, and for the, every Kosovo, I'm sure, the issue of human rights is very important, economic development is very important. And there's nothing to do with the EU. Whether the EU needs that or doesn't need that, it's for the good of the people themselves. Definitely. And, and, and yeah. if you're saying Kurti is not focusing on that as much as necessary, as needed, that is a big problem. That's where it I is. see the problem. That's where I see it the problem. Well, you know, how can I thank you for taking the time? And, and, and it was having such this. a pleasure. All the very best to you again. And thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. I, I look forward to. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode on the issues. You can find this podcast 
on my SoundCloud page and stay tuned to my social media accounts for the latest analysis and announcements.